I'm honest, we don't plan the songs necessarily around the preaching or the preaching around the songs. But I'm amazed how God seems to put things together. He's a master at it. But uh, write a song, the right scripture, and in the end, he gets glory for it all. Psalms on 142. Let's stand together. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I have I walked how thy privately in the way wherein I walked how they privately laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand, and behold, and beheld there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto the Lord. O Lord, I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. The help of God, I want to preach on the cry from a cave. David is in the cave of Adullam here. He's running from Saul. Saul's trying to kill him. He's in this cold, dark cave, and he, he begins to cry out to God. And oh my, what he says is absolutely astounding. Astounding what he says. So let's listen in. Let's listen. Let, let's ease up to the mouth of the cave and See if we can hear what the great psalmist is praying and see if we can get help. Brother Joey leads to the throne of grace. Yes. We don't take that lightly tonight. God, your word is so precious and so true and so rich. God, I pray that you help our pastor tonight as he brings the message. God, as you stand in your there yourself, God, preaching the message to us, would you preach through him, please, sir? And I pray, God, you speak to hearts and begin to do what you've already started tonight in this morning, sir. Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. You be seated. Have you obeyed the Lord tonight? 
missions offering was $1,349, praise the Lord. Have you been obedient? I'll gladly step aside, gladly step aside. You have, if God's put something in your heart to obey Him, I don't want to get in the way of God whatsoever. So have you obeyed the Lord? If you have a Scofield Bible, you'll find that at this top of this psalm, it is called the psalm of Miskill. Yes. That is the, one of the greatest testimonies I've ever heard. God cannot use you if you've got pride. Let me say we all have a little bit of it. To pray for God to help me with my old pride. We, we, we all ought to be standing up and saying that. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. Somebody else. Somebody else. I'm not trying to rush and but uh, we just need to be obedient tonight. Man. Amen. Somebody else? Or yes. 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 The psalm of Miskill was a song of instruction. It was a song that said, in this psalm, God is wanting to teach us something that we need to learn. And He teaches us a principle. And the lesson is this, in praying, in praying, David was in one of those times in Psalm 61, 3. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to a rock that's higher than I. But in Psalms 142, he finds himself overwhelmed again. And here he learns some great, great truth 
concerning prayer. Someone has said, He who has learned the, how to pray has been taught the most useful arts of success. 11, Luke chapter 11, verse 1. The disciples, and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one disciple said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Did say, teach us how to work miracles. Did tell us to teach us how to preach. Did tell us to teach us how to teach. He said, Lord, would you teach us how to pray? David here in this psalm gives us a valuable, valuable lesson on how to pray and some things about prayer. Now I need to help you right up front. You don't get this outside of the cave. That cave become a David's closet, if you will. The Lord has a way of putting you in a cave or a closet where He can talk to you. The cave become the 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 place as as dark and as cold and as. Uh, as lonely and as hard and as difficult as the place it was, he could not learn, could not learn how to pray till he got to this kind of place. Tonight, God may have you somewhere. And may we, we, we don't want this place. We don't like this place. We, we don't like the situation. We don't like the circumstances and we're constantly saying, God, help me out of it. God, get me out of it. God, help me help me find somewhere else to be. God, don't like it here. But in fact, God may be wanting to teach you something there in that place. Michael, turn me down just a little bit. In that place, Saul is... Is dogging him. Saul is making every effort possible to take him out. And David's in this cave of Adullam, and all of a sudden, he finds himself all alone. And so, what does he do? He teaches us to not. How we can learn about prayer. The first thing I want you to see is this. We can't ever get anywhere we can't pray from. We can't ever get anywhere we can't pray from. Psalms 142.1 I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Notice, with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. In this loneliness of the cave that he's in, he, he, he he's, he's, could use his voice and as he begins, he, he cries out to the Lord. Now, I wish, I don't think it's possible to put in uh, vocabulary, uh, what that word cry means. The word cry means 
when he, he is uncontrollably crying out to the Lord. You need to understand something. This ain't lay me down to sleep praying. Let me say, this is not a prayer that just sounds flowery and good and articulated. No, this is a man that's crying out to the Lord. Oh, Lord, I need you. It's a cry that comes from deep in his soul because of the circumstances he's in. I love this. When there was no soul in the cavern seeking his blood, David with all of his soul is seeking his God. There is, there is, you can never get to any place where you can't pray. On one occasion, God said, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh. And before you boo Jonah out, you need to understand something. The Ninevites were some of the wickedest, cruelest people to, the, to, to God's people that ever was. They were wicked. They were cruel. And God said, Jonah, I want you to go preach to them. And Jonah said, God, give me an M16 Abram tank, and I'll go blow them out of the water for you. But go preach to them. No, no, I ain't preaching to them. Literally, God said, I want you to go preach. The judgment's coming. And he said, no, I'm not going to warn them. I want you to lay it on them. I, I hate that people, and I hate their cause. And Jonah went and bought a ticket and went to Tarsus. Got on the boat. Of course, you know the story. God's in a storm. And all of a sudden, they all gathered him out, pitched him over, and God prepared Jonah a cave. Just happened to look like a whale. And the Bible says he's sloshing around inside that whale. And guess what he's doing? He ain't singing Amazing Grace. He... He's not blaming nobody. First, guess what he's doing? From the belly of hell, he said, he cried unto the Lord. You, we can't ever get anywhere we can't pray from. Oh, I want you to know, I love our church, and I've I thought about our church all week. And... Um, he didn't run to men. David didn't go around hunt somebody else to talk to. He didn't get, he didn't start texting. He didn't get Facebook. He, he didn't do all of that kind of stuff. He didn't write letters. Do we still write letters? He didn't write letters. He, all that kind. He said, he, I cried unto the Lord. I'm not trying to boast or boost our Saturday night time praying. I'm, I'm really not. But if you get into a cave deep enough, dark enough, I won't have to ask you if you'll come and pray Saturday. You'll be here to pray. You'll be here to pray. How many of you have ever been in a place where you had no other option 
I've got to get to God. If I don't get to God with this thing, I don't have a hope. I don't have a chance. I've got to get to God. How many of you have been in that kind of place? You find yourself in that place, understand, we can't ever get anywhere we can't pray from. Number two, Psalmist said, we can't ever feel anything we can't pray about. Psalmist said, I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. God, you know where I'm going. And you know my heart is overwhelmed within me. What is he saying? God, don't you know how I feel? Don't you know how broken I am? Don't you know how this, don't you know God how, how I feel? And God, I looked on my right hand and on my left and no man that would know me. Refuge found me. And God, I'm wondering if you care. And God, no man cared for my, and nobody else cares. Here's how he's feeling. He's in that cave. Saul's dogging him and trying to kill him every way he turns. He's tired. He's beat down. He's hurting. He's, he's scared. He's fearful. He needs on God. I don't know what to do. And he's, and he, he's saying, my heart, my heart is overwhelmed within me. And they, nobody cares. Why I live or die. And I love this. I love this. Bible says, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched. We have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet... Without sin. I don't know who that might be. It might be, uh, uh, it, it could possibly be some, I don't know who is hurting the most in this place tonight. You know, you say, well, physically, I, there ain't nobody hurting as bad as I am. Not necessarily physically. Some people are hurting emotionally. Some people are hurting spirit. You can hurt a whole lot of different ways, you know. And, and it makes no difference to a person that is absolutely, hands down, hurting the best. God slips in beside you. And he says, I know how you feel. Nobody else does, but I know. I know. Well, I tell you, you say when your heart's overwhelmed, if I could just find somebody that could help me, 
and talked to me. Notice what he said. I poured out my complaint before him. I love this. Here's what he said. Poured out means, he said, God, I, I'm just going to tell you what it is. I, he's poured out. He just poured out. It's been years now. And I still remembered. Elijah had been the Baptist and been taking his kidney out and they was giving him treatments for cancer. And, uh, and he went by nine months old. And uh, we was tired. We was worn out. And, uh, and they put a little girl in there. And she said, she said, yeah, the doctors all lied to us and the cancer has come back. And they told us cancer would not come back with him. And I, I'm honest. Doctor walked in and I literally poured out everything on that man. Why'd you lie to us? Don't lie to me. If you're not going to live, tell me, don't lie to me. Just pour it out. And that doctor didn't say a word. About three hours later, he says, y'all come with me. Had all the x-rays of that little girl and all of Elijah's. He said, here's the difference. This little girl wasn't caught till it had done gotten outside the kidney. We got his while he was in the kidney. But I was overwhelmed. Oh, but God, God knew. The reason when my spirit is overwhelmed within me, he said, but you know where I'm at. I like that. He said, I can never, ever feel anything that we can't pray about. What are you feeling tonight? That you feel you're walking a path and you know people around you are kind. People around you, they think they're helping. Uh, all across our building here, we have dear, precious, precious ladies that have lost a husband. And I want, I want to be their pastor, and I want to comfort them, and I want to be there for them, and I want to tell them that, that I care. But I dare not tell them, I know how you feel. And they'd have a right to say, how do you know how I feel? You're not buried, darling, yet. How do you know? How do you know how I feel? They may not be so blunt to say it, but that's what they're saying. How do you know what I feel? Unless you've buried a mate. But can I say something? God knows how you feel. We can't ever feel anything, anything whatsoever. 
that we can't pray about. Third, well, let me read this. Charlotte Elliott said this, Thou knowest, from human eyes tis better conceal. Much thy suffer, much our hourly feel. But all this thought can tranquilize and heal. All, all is known to thee. Nay, but by thee is order chosen, planned. Each drop that fills my daily cup, thy hand. Prescribed for ills none else can understand. All, all is known to thee. Number three, we can't ever face anything. We can't pray over. Attend unto my prayer, for I am brought very low. I, 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 that low, that low is, is simply, he's on his face in the dirt. He's on his face. Brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. He said, God, Saul's trying to kill me. Saul's going to do me in, and he's stronger than me. Saul commanded a royal army. David's in a cave by himself. Saul was a monarch. David was a fugitive. Saul has all the forms of law on his side. David's an outlaw. God said in 2 Corinthians 12, 10, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Some of you want to pray, God, make me strong. Be careful. You'll cut all the props out from under you. You'll take that picture in a situation where you see your weakness to see his strength. How many of you understand this? Our strength gets in the way of him being able to show his strength. So many times. We finagle and we plan him. We try to manipulate certain things. So, so we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. And all the time, God has said, when you're weak, then you're strong. Some of you, at your weakest points, even though it don't feel like, God knows how you feel. Right then, you're the strongest Christian you'll ever be. We don't approach God in times like this. Say, now God, I want to do this and do this and do this and bless it. No, we don't. We say, God, I'm not going to make it today if you don't help me. God, I'm just going to have you. So, God's in for that. We can't ever desire anything we can't pray for. Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about. That I shall deal bountifully with me. He said, God, here's where we're at. He said, God, I'm going to settle. He said, I'm going to give you my desire. I'm going to pray for you to you for my desire. 
God, I want you to bring me out of this prison so I might praise you. Know something. It's not a prayer to get what he wanted. He didn't pray God kill his enemies. He prayed for God to put him in a place where he could praise the Lord. Darling sang that song. That man that wrote that song, he's lost the cancer. He lost an eye with cancer. Right after that, he wrote, he wrote that song. But would you also like to know, him and his wife buried a teenage son. It almost devastated him. But he still Still serving Still going. Still writing songs. Still serving God. Well, I'm going to tell you this when Christianity gets real. And yeah, that's, he wrote it. He's not a novice. Well, see, he's not a novice who wrote that song. He knows what he's talking about. Tonight, you find yourself in a place that only God can bring you out of. He can. He said, I, well, the right, then when it comes out, God's going to put people around you and they'll praise God with you and help you. May I say this? God said, you deal bountifully with me. Nothing lies beyond the reach of prayer except that which lies outside the will of God. The only thing, the only thing that lies beyond the reach of prayer. Get this. is that which lies outside the will of God. Abraham Lincoln said this. I've been driven many times to my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere to go. My own wisdom and that of all about me seemed sufficient for the day. S.D. Gordon said this, The greatest thing anyone can do for God and man is to pray. It is not the only thing, but it's the chief thing. The great people of the earth today are people who pray. I do not mean those who talk about prayer, nor those who say they believe in prayer, nor yet those who can explain about prayer, But I mean those people who take time to pray. Cry from the cave. One question. Are you in a cave? Say, preacher, I'm not. I'm in Starbucks. No, you don't have to be in a little cave to be in a cave. Are you in that place? It might be the best place you've ever been. If you're willing to cry out to God for help, let's all stand to our feet. Every head bowed now, rock closed.